Oh, snap! We are action-packed today. On Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, we'll hit up Scrap to get his thoughts on this whole Shooter Cheyenne situation. <laughs> Tiny and T.I. Friends and Family Hustle, the ladies go glamping five-star style. Okay. Okay. And Chef. Black and Crew New York will give Donna and Alex a call to congratulate them on their engagement. Yes. RuPaul's Put a ring on Drag it. Race will check in on Jackie Cox. Mm-hmm. And we are also going to call Jordan Connor, who is our first winner of RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Yes. So let's get into it, Lejeune. Veach 100, the podcast is going down now. Welcome to VH100, which is the official podcast for all things VH1 and more. Uh If you haven't subscribed or commented, let's get it. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing episode of VH100, the podcast. We always are, So if you, ladies and gents, want to get in on this conversation, make sure to be using that hashtag, VH100 podcast. And talk that talk with us. <laughs> she almost forgot it. <laughs> I know. It would have been like the old days. Oh, like the old days. Girl, we're when over When we could go outside this. and just frolic free. Yeah, no, no, no. Stay inside, okay? All right. Okay. So I was going to ask you how you are, but I'm not going to lie. We have a lot of folks to call today. Yes. Like, but don't, don't worry about me. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, because we're pretty much we in so quarantine. Much going on. Yeah, right. we're like, I'm still here. So, I can tell you about my regular schmegler degler life next week, okay? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's take a swan dive right into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I know you got a free cap ready to go. Oh, yes. All right. Hit me with it in three, uh-huh. two, one. Free cap. Uh-huh. New parents, hands on all the way. Safari and Erica back in the A. Heart to heart with Carly and Sierra. Back on track, the friendship is looking clearer. Riding to the slopes was an ugly scene. Now she kind of calling for security. But they worked it out and the slopes was cool. Falling in the snow like some drunken fools. On the Ferris wheel, spices scared of heights. Now she and Shekinah, they aight. Sierra heard BK not acting right. Thank God that pregnancy test, it was a lie. Cheyenne face to face with Shooter and Kiyomi. Scrap there to support the Fam like the homies. Finally, the two had a one-on-one till it popped off. Yomi said, I ain't the one. Yes, LeJune. Okay, hit me yes. with the free cap. You know, you know how I do. <laughs> always, always. So no <laughs> one is ever the one, all right? And yeah. before we give Scrap a call, let's bring it to the slopes. Bring it to the slopes. Okay, Mimi, okay. Mimi was doing her thing. I said everybody was falling like some drunken fools, but not our girl Mimi. Mimi. Yeah, she, she hit she that. Was like, she was hitting those curbs and all that. I know, left and right. <laughs> so this trip is a whole spiral and a half, and we will oh. do our best to get into this, all right? So we start off with Sierra and Carly having a conversation where Carly feels their friendship is one-sided. Right. Sierra acknowledges that she gets wrapped up in her own shit, and she loses friends because of it, all right? right. Since she's always been told nothing will become of her, not that's not what I said, the driving force is to hustle and fight. So that's why she's so focused on herself and lacks on the friendship side. Meanwhile, whoever the fuck told her that, rude ass. Right. All and right? also, you know, I remember her saying, you know, she has a GED. She didn't graduate mm-hmm. from high school. And so I know in very early years in her life, people were like, girl, it's going to be a struggle for you. So it's amazing to see how she's been able to win despite how people may have tried to discourage her. Um, but I do feel her and I love how self-aware she was yes. and able to acknowledge, you know what, this is a problem and this is where it, she knew where it was rooted and tooted. Exactly. You know? yeah, no, so she that was psychoanalyzed huge. herself. Right, right, <laughs> she was right. Like, I got I this. That- 
That was yeah. a great conversation, and I definitely see a potential for brighter days. And I know Carly said that it's going to take time, but they love each other. And I know that Sierra was super like upfront and willing to like take that blame and say, I'm mm-hmm. going to work on that. So I'm so excited for them. They were definitely grown women about it. Exactly. And they bring it together for a hug. So yes. it's very lovely to see that. But then this bus ride happens. What in the actual hell? So, okay. All the girls are just like, Carly, Sierra, what was your conversation about? And she kind of is coming in hot with like, all right, so who's the problem? Right. Sierra admits, again, as we said, self-aware. She's like, you know, it's probably me, me, but she's not ready to talk about it yet with the collective because it's still a sensitive topic. And then also, we also know that Carly and Shekinah have kind of been going at it. So it's like of all the people to to be going so hard i feel mm-hmm. like it wasn't really the right time or the right person to be yeah, having exactly. that exactly because i get it's like where why she are you so saying, eager to know what's good and who was in the wrong like yeah well because she's saying she's like you know i was open about my stuff so like i i thought this whole trip was about us being open and honest with each other so it puts her in her feelings which causes her to pop off yeah spice spice then gets annoyed that she is popping off. So she's screaming for the bus to pull over and saying everyone is a fake friend. Shekinah now wants the bus to pull over for a cigarette and a joint. Right. Spice, Spice, Spice is, is calling Shekinah's lungs out their name. Right, right. She's like, so she's like, get that respiratory health in check, boo-boo. Yeah, Bambi starts crying. There's just like a lot going on. So we're out of the bus where Spice is asking Shekinah to leave her alone and some mocking happens. Cuts a spice about to throw down. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, Spice does not like when people um, mock, mock her. We her saw accent. it last season. Exactly. Yeah, don't play so, with her. And, ooh, she kind of, I love her reaction because, you know what? She's like, listen, I'm not about that life. Exactly. She's like, I'm She's a like, grown hey, woman. I've yeah. had too many surgeries. This is an investment. So you think that one moment of me being upset is worth me? ruining my investment mm-hmm. she's like no 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 and so i guess we could just chalk it up to a heat of the moment because yeah. we get it together for skiing and the ferris wheel to shame bambi left but i guess you know it is what it is she wasn't feeling good and i do love how somehow shekinah and spice end up in the same car on the ferris wheel yes the, that was perfect i think that mimi i think so mimi funny. clan i know it was such it was so funny but i love how shekinah was like oh you want to hug me now wait hold on She's like, let me get my apology first. And it was just Spice like, now, wait a minute now. Yeah, exactly. So Spice is afraid of heights, and she was looking to Shekinah for some consoling and tried to get in that hug. And as Lejeune just said, looking for that Apollo G. And now we get to the issue at hand, though. This is why I enjoyed it, because Spice is like, listen, I've been going to Jamaica every week, and I put my trust in Shekinah to help me find a house because I want to move the kids to Atlanta, okay? And yeah. there was a time that Spice made her time uh, her way back to Atlanta from Jamaica. Right. And Shekinah went ghost because she was like, oh, we're going house hunting. Boom. No, not answering the phone call. Right. So basically, it's a big deal to Spice because she's like, you know, you know, there's money involved. I'm buying plane tickets. There's logistics coming into play for me to get back to Atlanta. And for you not to answer, it's like a waste of time. So I get what the issue is. I get it too. But I also would like to say, you know, at the same time, I respect all that. But sometimes I do feel like when we're so caught up in what we need to do and all that we're doing to get it done, sometimes mm-hmm. we're not taking into account the other people's perspective. And I'm not sure if Shekinah knew all that all was of put that. into the effort yeah. because she keeps saying, I missed one call. And Spice is like, well, that one call was... And so I just think, here's the thing, you know, we should be able to just lean on our friends to be there when we need us. But as adults, we know that there's real life going on. So yep. I think it's very important that we 
communicate our expectations. Like I, I you know, I hopefully, you know, before she got on that plane, there was a conversation That's and like, she was you know, like, this is the date that right I'm now, coming. Right? Okay, girl, this is the day I'm coming. Just know I booked a flight for this and I need to see more than one house. Like, cause I booked yeah. a flight. So if I don't <laughs> like the first house, where, what houses are where's we going to have lined B, up? C, D, exactly. N, F, N, e, like, let's get it all. Let's get all the logistics together before I start cursing you out when you yeah. miss my call. So Hello. next time, let's make sure that we do that, and then We're if she kind of drops the ball, then we I'll help fight too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. No, just I'm just your, joking. Just throwing yourself I'm into the a, mix. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. I was like, I don't think you are. I didn't peg you as that. <laughs> so, so everyone seems like they're in good spirits. And now we're going to get into this hot tub. We're going to live it up. Yes, bikinis are out mm-hmm. until Sierra's homegirl calls her saying that BK is out with some hoes. All right. And you know what time it is. It's the FaceTime roll up asking, who the fuck are you with? Right. Who the, who the fuck are you with? And right. first BK claims he's like, yo, I'm not with anybody. And when Sierra starts pressing, he's like, all of a sudden, oh, well, they were sitting next to me. And oh, I was just I was talking to all of them. Right. So Spice yeah. and Shekinah come back in the house to check on their girl. Sierra hangs up the phone on him and explains that on top of this, she went through BK's phone and found a fake account where he's following two of his ex-girlfriends. Oh! And when she checked the search menu, they're both at the top of the list, which means he's recently been looking them up. So now she's done. And I know exactly what she's talking about because I clear my search history on Instagram. Oh, you are so smart. <laughs> you are so smart. Because that search thing shows you like, oh, that like it's, it's like a, almost like searching on the internet. Like it tells <gasps> you the most recent thing. So you search usernames, hashtag is right there, girl. So keep it clean. Okay. All right. So while we are on the topic of being done, Cheyenne is donezo with this whole shooter situation. I'm yeah. very interested to see what Scrap thinks because he was so like level-headed. So Lejeune, shall we? Yes. Let's oh, give him shall. a call. Hello? Ring, 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 ring. How you hey. doing? Yo, 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 what's poppin'? Oh, what do I owe the pleasure. You know what's poppin'. KK in that blood pressure monitor. Right. <laughs> That's what's poppin'. Man, tell me, she put into the crib. I'm the one that got to deal with and live with her for 30 years. <laughs> yo, when she did that a couple of weeks ago, she had us out on that because I was just like, that is a way to really, because we talked to Cheyenne last week and we brought it up and, you know, her and Cheyenne were going back and forth and we were like, yo, when you saw that, what did you think? She was like, it was hysterical. So, gotta love KK for the moments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, listen, KK is never gonna, uh, she never ceased to amaze me. Exactly. <laughs> right? She keeps it interesting. <laughs> Right. You never know what to expect. So speaking of Cheyenne, now she got herself into an unexpected love triangle here. And like I said, we talked to her last week and she is swearing up and down. She had no idea this was going down. Do you believe her? Uh, Most definitely. You know, my sister is, you know, I've only known her for a year, but in this short time span that I've been knowing, we spent so much time together. Mm -hmm. Like she, no, she's not that type of woman. Yep. You see what I'm saying? And that's what she said. So, she let it be known. Yeah. You know, because as we all know, I didn't know anything about it. And then when she did tell me, I'm under the impression, I'm, she's under the impression too, that she was like the main yeah. piece. You see what I'm saying? Like she's the only mm-hmm. one. So to not not only to not only not be the only one, but to then be the side piece is like, 
Yeah, that that was. It doesn't sit well. Uh, she was, right. Yeah, it don't sit well. She was caught off guard, but I definitely believe that she didn't know anything about that. Right, 100%. I feel the same way. And as a brother, you're definitely handling this whole situation very level-headed. Gotta give you that. You know what I'm saying? But was there any moment that you felt like you wanted to sort of pop off, maybe at game night or at the parking garage? Uh, You know, pop off, that term is so strong. And, you know, me being from the, you know, the street or whatever the case may be, I never really wanted to take it there, you know, mm. due to the fact that, you know, me just coming home from prison, like, yeah, violence right. is the last right. thing that's on my mind. You know, I'm right. trying to stay home with my kids, take care of my family, run my businesses, and so on and so forth. So I never really, like, got the urge to really just, you know, want to take it there. You know, that's right. why I just was right, right, right. cool, calm, and collected the whole time. And just being a level-headed one, because I know sometimes I can have a bad temper. Nobody has ever seen it, but it can, it can get ugly. You Uh-oh. see what I'm saying? So I just, you know... You need to chill, and and if you ever, if you've seen in the episodes and seen like me and Shooter, we have a relationship as far as because we know a lot of people, you know, in Atlanta, past dealings and you know mutual ties in the street. So he right. knows exactly who I am, yeah. even though we didn't have a real, 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 real relationship. So, but mm-hmm. to answer your question, no, I never wanted and got the urge to pop off because, like I said, violence the last thing on my mind with what I'm dealing with. You know, I'm still on probation right, and all of that right. type of stuff. It's tough, yeah, because especially, so, like, when, like, family's involved, too, that's where it gets, you know, there is a gray line there because it's like, oh, no, you're messing with my it's family. It's a gray here. line there. I know, yeah. it's, it's very tricky. It's, it's definitely a gray line and it's definitely very tricky, but, you know, you got to pick your battles. Yep. Right, and, indeed. And bringing it back to game night, so when Shooter and Kiyomi walked in with the ma- matching outfits, that pretty much seals the deal. Like, everybody was saying, like, oh, shit, they are a thing, because, you know. So what were you thinking? Because you already said it kind of, like, when they walked in with the matching outfits, you're like, uh-oh, my sister's not the Yeah, man. for me, that like you said, that sealed the deal. I know when I do his and hers, we do his and her sinks, his and her minks, his and her closet. So we're together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when it's his and hers. So that she got the answer, whatever answer, whatever she was looking for, that was it right there as soon as they walked in. Exactly, right? There you was like not even a conversation. It's like, oh, shit, and there we go. It, it was it was nothing to talk about, like, because I don't really do the matching, getting dressed the like thing, but, yeah. Right. That's but the deal. Then it sort of comes out that Kiyomi was spending some time with you. Now, y'all claiming that it was, you know, just music. But we see, right? You know, we, we see, see, we see clip a little clip, yeah. That it was a little, a little thigh rubbing action. You know, I'm just so curious. Right. Like when you first, when when they what walked through the door about? and you saw her, were you just like, oh wow? Like what? I, I just, I just need to know. What, what do you have to say about about that sort of interaction that you've had with Kiyomi? There's a lot of layers. Atlanta is too damn small. small. That's mm. number one. I have to say that. And then everybody <laughs> being kind of in the same industry and social media made it even smaller. It's like, True. come on, all the people in the world or in Atlanta, he walked in with her. Yeah. So <laughs> now it ties me It tied me into their whole little love triangle. And I definitely wasn't trying to be involved to that magnitude. I'm like, right. I couldn't believe it. I really was like, come on, man. But I got the best luck in the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they got you into involved. See, I guess that's what happens with secrets because everybody got involved in this love square now, basically, because and nobody asked for it either. 
Cause and then I do like how they try to ask you like, oh, is anything going on? And you're like, yeah, I have nothing to do with nothing, which is always the answer everybody wants to hear. <laughs> yeah, like I like for real. Like I'm not the one that was on trial. Like that that whole situation had nothing to do with me. So exactly. our past dealings or whatever was not. It was irrelevant. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not like it's anything currently going on. So it don't matter what happened then exactly and i saw that when cheyenne was starting to cry and she was telling you how hurt she was you tell her like the tears are not worth it and you're way too bossy for that and you got her, you got her together real quick so i was like look at our boy scrap he he's grown because you know you 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 have been in some sticky set situations yourself maybe and now seeing this on the other <laughs> end <laughs> i'm not trying to bring up the past but you know it's it's there how it's how cool, we feeling? Cool. How we yeah. feeling? And now being on the other end of it, you're just like, oh shit. You know, like you said, bringing up the past. You know, I'm not one to kind of like shy away from conversations that need to be held. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, uh, change is inevitable and growth right. is optional. So you know, I've been in shooter shoes before, so I know how it you know how it feels. And so it's kind of like you know, I I've grown up a lot. Uh, right. You know, I went to prison, came home, and I've matured a lot. So it was like, I'm telling sis, this is what, you know, excuse my language, this is what do. Mm-hmm. Mm. You understand? This, this is what they do. And don't cry over somebody who ain't worth it. Yeah. Right. No, but we just definitely applaud you on that growth. And, like, for me, I definitely saw the brother come in and just be like, listen, sis, I don't want you out here showing these people that you're sweating. This is what it is. And get in this car and we're going to move forward. You know what I'm saying? I definitely saw that brother in you. Um, But when y'all link up with Shooter and Kiyomi at the parking lot garage, going into it, what were your expectations? Did you... Did you think did you think Kiyomi was definitely going to be there? Did you think she was going to sort of play the sideline and let them chop it up? Or did you anticipate it being this meeting similar to what we saw at game night where she was standing right there and having a heavy hand in the conversation? You know, I expected Kiyomi to do exactly what she did. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I know her and I know her personality and her character. And, you know, she didn't act out of character. That That is her. You know, it's only so long people, like even at the game night, in the beginning, she really wasn't too uh, vocal. She was just chilling. But, you know, when women get involved and start going back and forth, it's only so much they're going to allow. Mm-hmm. And being right. that they got an open relationship, she ain't tripping on nothing. She right. don't care. She, has right. no pro- she, doesn't, she doesn't have a problem. You understand? So, uh, but I expected her to do that. Uh, be very vocal and say what she had to say and put Shooter in his place when she felt like it was time for her to show uh, sis that, like, listen, I'm the one he come home to or whatever they got going on yeah. right. every night. I'm Like I said, I, I hate the... Or I in the morning. Like see. Uh, yeah, she, 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 yeah, or she, said, she said you was going to last night. I was like, She's like, and I was on his face in the morning. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, this is where was you last night? No, I don't... Yeah, see, 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 like, yeah. And that's why I wasn't I wasn't trying to talk or really just voice my opinion in that situation because my opinion really, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm only giving... I only give my sister advice because that's my sister and I, I'm right. a brother and, and I love her and I want to see what's best for her. You know what I'm saying? But I can't really tell her who to sleep with, who not to sleep with and right. all of those things. So it's like, you know, I just tell her, like, sis, right. man, you deserve better and so on and so forth. And if she meets somebody like, yes, yeah, sis, I like him. 
You follow me? But mm-hmm. everything else, I don't really try to get into the intricacies of the relationship. There's a lot of intricacies there. I'm not going to lie. Right. There's there's a lot. And then, it, it definitely it is. It's a lot. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to lie. When Cheyenne told shooters saying just like, yo, you should have probably given me a heads up that you were talking with and dealing with Kiyomi. And he's just like, well, you never asked. Do we really think that is a leg <laughs> to, to stand Now, up? that goes back to what Scrap said when he said, excuse my language. That's what they do. No, because right? we've, heard this, yeah. we've heard this excuse before, and I'm like, where is this coming from? Because that, that's not an excuse to me. I don't, I don't know. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, you know, like I said, I've been in his shoes before. Mm-hmm. And that was a line that I've used many times. Like, I was gonna say don't that. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. I, I'm a, I'm a big person on. <laughs> no, I'm being honest though. I'm being honest. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell because I'm somebody who doesn't volunteer information. Like I have no problem being brutally honest. You ask me a direct question, I give you a direct answer. Mm-hmm. And just like if you if you all remember when uh, Tommy asked me, was I still sleeping with T? I was like. Yes. Yes. And, and then when and then and we then, also what happened after and that? Then when, and then exactly. You see what happened after that? And then we remember when Sierra <laughs> asked me, Was I in love with Tommy? I was like, No, I'm not in love. Tommy was right. sitting right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she asked me a direct question, she got a direct answer. So for shooter to say that, you know, that's a uh that's one of them how how do I put it? I can't think of the, the phrase I'm trying to put it, but that's just a technical technicality right there. Okay. It's not a lie, but you know, so <laughs> that's when you know something shady is going on a little bit. You're like, mm-hmm. that's that's what we do. That's what you know. No, one hundred percent. And bottom line, Cheyenne is done with this whole situation because she's not into the whole. Oh, is she? Ooh. I, you know what listen you know what here's the thing here's the thing you know what scrap as a woman I'm gonna say this sometimes when we say it's a rap it might take a little minute to get to that rap but when 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 it's a rap it's starting it's to a close rap, a little bit right right success is right. a process so give this woman a minute it definitely is. she says she's not yeah. into these open relationships but what are your thoughts right. on them yeah open relationships I mean Cause we saw your brunch oh, with Tiffany episode, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we're, we're just yeah, wondering. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm not opposed to open relationships. Me personally, I think open relationships just mean an honest relationship and two people who really just not ready to commit to each other exclusively. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I'm not I'm not against open relationships. My thing is if in a relationship open or private or whatever, it's just about honesty. Like, that's why Kiyomi and Shooter relationship is how it is, because I, I remember watching it, and she was like, you know, I see other people, too, which I know already. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? They, they just got a good understanding. Yes. Right. And then speaking of being open and honest, we know that you're trying to go into business with Shooter, and that's one of the things you've brought up to him. You're just like, yo, I need to have a trust with you. So how's that looking now? Uh, me and him had a conversation. We ain't really been able to really sit down, sit down and get into the details because, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing. But um, as far as business, man, you know, I'm in the business of making money and taking care of my family and creating job opportunities for other people. My main thing with this whole situation was just trust. Like, if you're sneaking around with my sister, how can I expect, you know, the books to be handled right at our shop? True. It's just certain things to where I... It's just certain things to that will be in the back of my mind. Like, well, you was sneaking around. You was hiding. and You you see what I'm saying? So it's That's just right. like one of them things. 
such a uh, you got a good poker face. It's it, it just you got exactly, exactly. So you know, we just me and him really need to have a real sit down and and like I said, I'm not trying to be involved in him and my sister's relationship. Whatever they do and they don't do, it, she decides that whatever the fuck she decides to do it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, it's still kind of up in the air right now. Right. Okay, it's, well, it's, it's still. Enough about their relationship. We want to know, because we know you're a man, you're about your business, and you're always up to new ventures. And what else do you have going on right now? What's going on in Scraps' life? Yeah, like, our, since okay, you like direct good. questions, are you dating anybody or what's up? <laughs> and who? And who? <laughs> and what's the situation? And are they there right now? Can we put them on the phone? No, I'm just hey, listen. Okay, listen. The direct. I only answer direct questions when it's from women I'm dealing with. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. All right, understood. But, uh, but, to, but to answer all the questions, um, the, the, the the most current thing I just finished. I just finished my book called Savage Kingdom. It was, uh, I actually wrote it while I was in prison. So since I've been home, I've just been kind of tweaking and, um, you know, I just finished doing my editing, finished doing the book covering. So, uh, that's my latest thing. Mm-hmm. As you know, I got the seafood and things. I've been focused on that. Um, I'm in the process. Me and Shooter are still trying to decide about the whole barbershop that's up in the air, but we actually just got to spot me and my uncle on the CBD store. Oh, nice. So that's the next thing. So uh, that's my next thing uh, after the, I do the book. But the CBD story is going to be the next thing you probably see on Love and Hip Hop. And as far as the relationship, you know, like I said, with the brunch with Tiffany, I, I want to be in a polygamous relationship. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the next thing the world sees for me. Then there he is. There's the man. Scrap. Thank yeah, you. So. <laughs> Thank you so, I'm so much. To, I'm, try, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do it for, you know, I'm trying to do it for, um, all the fellas and the guys. I want to be a representation of how <laughs> polygamous... Re- no, listen, you laughing, but I'm being honest. Uh, how a polygamous relationship can be done in a harmonious way and where we can create, uh, you know, a household of just peace, love, and understanding. Okay. Mm. You're, you're almost it, like and, and it from, no, from the Tiger King documentary on Netflix. <laughs> I, you know, I've been hearing a whole lot about the Tiger King, but I couldn't get into it. I, I, I haven't watched it yet. So, but being that you see... <laughs> they're, they're into some poly... Uh, poly uh, I forget that word, but that kind of relationship... <laughs> polygamous relationships are happening on there. So there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, a bunch of them. There's there's some things going on in that. So it's very interesting. <laughs> but you, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, we for, thank you for taking the charge there yeah. for, the, for the men. <laughs> be the face of it. And showing them how oh, yeah, it can be done. Most definitely. Somebody got to do it, right? Right. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for answering our call. I hope you're doing good during these times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat with you soon. Likewise, Mr. likewise. Thank you. All right, take care. I appreciate it. Y'all stay, <laughs> y'all take care. Same well. All right, bye. Later, Scrap. All right, later. There you go. The man wants to be the face of polygamy, Lejeune. All Boom. right, he's bringing it to the people, showing them how it can be, be done. done. So on next week's episode at Kendra's bachelorette party, some lady has it out for Carly. Right. Bambi surprises Scrappy with a medieval times pregnancy announcement, but somehow forget to tell Mama Mama D about this, who oh, finds no. out via oh, social no. media. And then Cece's popping up with the whole Mama D voodoo doll, which, I mean, I guess that's what's going to happen from a couple weeks ago. Payback some mother. Hello. And then Sierra. Payback some voodoo doll. <laughs> Sierra and BK go at it where he gifts her with some condoms and suspect text messages that he found himself. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He said it's a two-way street, dog. <laughs> but I think he could have kept those condoms because we know that she's been, you know, sort of keeping it, you know, tight until the other night when she hopped on something. And hopefully it was BK. If not, then... You we'll know, say. maybe he should have given her those condoms. Because <laughs> on the bus, she was like, when everybody was talking about how they could be pregnant, she was like, well, I definitely can't be pregnant because I haven't been having sex. But she was like, but the other night, I did sit down on that thing. So hopefully that thing was BK's. Yeah. <laughs> and we will find out. <laughs> we shall. <laughs> okay, so on to T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle. Yes. Escape is receiving the Urban Music Icon Award at Black Music Honors. As they should, because I'm telling you, Escape, they are the icons. And as a as a young black girl growing up, yes, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you went, you know, we would gather and sing Escape songs. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> With that tone, you sound like you're holding hands and everything. My gosh. Like, like literally, it like literally they are like icons and legends. They um, are. Yeah. As a group. And it's, it's crazy that it took this long for them to be honored. But I'm sure that makes it even more of an amazing moment. Like mm-hmm. we had to look back and say, what did we miss here? Who should we be honoring? And they got the respect they deserve. So yeah. So Tiny is very proud of it. And like you're saying, like because at the peak of Escape's career, they never received that kind of recognition. So right. they're very, very happy. Congratulations to the ladies. Right. And I love how happy Tip was because he was like, listen, I just respect he because he respects the legends and the people and the greats that are doing their thing. And mm-hmm. he was so honored to see his wife honored. I know that must them. be so cute. Like to watch your significant other get that kind of accolade. You're like, wow. I'm I'm very into it. And then Messiah is making moves. He wants Mm -hmm. to grow and develop music for TV shows and movies. Along with Tip, he meets with Molly Hunter of Tree Sounds. She likes what she hears, but tells him, like, listen, let's get a catalog together, which obviously works out because he was offered a spot as one of the producers slash composers. Which was an amazing moment. That was great. I know, right? Talk about growth. And of course, Tip is a proud papa all around. P.S. Love the banter that Tip and Tiny had on their date. How he mm-hmm. was like, oh, I knew I was going to bag you like right away. Right. And I'm, yeah, he I'm your like, blessing. It was just a matter. I just needed you. To, I just needed to be the introduced. And he was like, I'm her blessing. And she's like, I'm going to need him to chill with the blessing thing. But right? she knows. She knows they're each other's blessing. It's true. But I love that kind of banter in my little romantic world. Because if somebody talks to me like that, like, boom, BJ right away. I just right. love that kind of like energy. You're and- like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, let's get this going right at this Take ice cream stand. <laughs> so you can tell that he they're still like trying to court each other. Tip I know, Tiny. they're so sweet, but it just reminds me of how Tiny was saying that they're in a better place than they have been in yeah. some time. And it's almost like, you know, like the it's a brand new ro- honeymoon phase. Almost. I know, which is what LaToya and Tommy are trying to figure out. All right. Yeah. They'll so, get there. They'll get there. They they will get there. So Tommy though, he feels like they're in a honeymoon phase, but according to Latoya, there's only one person on that trip apparently, and it's just him. So <laughs> we, now we know they're looking into counseling. And I said, girl, that was that was <laughs> such a moment. I know, right? Let so, him know, girl. Let him know right here. She checked him super hard, and that's when when we talked to her on the podcast. I was like, yo, you were y'all just put it out there. She's like, yeah, I know. So mm-hmm. thank you for that, Latoya and Tommy. We love it. We to- we're t- clearly here for it. So Tommy's ready to get going with the counseling, especially after chatting with Red on how you can't be a great husband or father if you don't set yourself straight. 
And Red opened up how he's been going to counseling on his own since 2012, which spoke to Tommy. So he's like, yo, game on. But right. between hosting Black Music Honors, glamping, and a business trip to London, LaToya needs a rain check. And Tommy feels there's no need for her to go to all these places. And he hits her with this question that I've been hit with in previous relationships. What's more important? Okay. Ooh. So here's the thing. In life, you're trying to balance, balance things, right? Balance. It's not to say that the man is not a priority because I've had this happen to me. He's like, I don't feel like a priority. I'm like, of course you are a priority. But here's the thing. Outside of a relationship, you are su- supposed to have your own life. Right. Like, and you, you have priorities within work and you have priorities within friends, right? That's you are right. trying to balance it all and things need to happen. For instance, Latoya's friend Monica is going through a divorce that she's never been through before. Right. Okay. So Monica then reveals that when filing, she didn't ask for anything except for a clean break. She's literally just taking her clothing. Okay. And the girls had the same reaction that I did. I don't know if you did, Lejeune, but I was like, uh, what? But I do get Monica's side, though, because she's just like, you know, I want a fresh start. And fresh start means new memories. So if you have like a home or if you have a car, et cetera, this, that, and the other thing, there's memories tied to it. But to me, I'm just like it depends on what you're talking about. All right, let's get a listen, little. Listen, sa- I feel, I feel get a little it, sage. Like, yeah, I hear you. But no, listen, I'm all about clean starts and fresh new beginnings. And there's so much. There are so many memories that are in a home, mm-hmm. and I'm with her. I, and I loved how she did that zip line, hands out. And yeah, she, she felt like, very free, free. And ready to embrace the world and knew her. So I'm all for it, girl. I'm like, go ahead, you got it. Like, I mean, if I was financially struggling, I'd be like, uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> you, you, you got to go. <laughs> but if I'm doing me, and I am in a position where I can get my own space, and it's not a problem, yes, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to start fresh, okay. and I'm going to do me. Yeah, I guess you're right. It depends on your financial Fina- Right, exactly, because if I'm like trying to stack some coins, I'm gonna be like, uh, no, 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 you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like uh, X Y Z. <laughs> so, bottom line, there is a new Monica in town, and she wants to try new stuff like five star glamping with a personal chef. All right. right. So she gets the girls all together with Regine and Neek Neek, and things get a little spicy on a bus ride. I enjoyed this when Regine calls Toya a boring grandma, and Toya right. lets it be known. She's like, uh, that is far from the truth, and you can ask your daddy. And, right. I was and like, Auntie yes! Monica too. She said, Zinger. and she said Monica too. And Monica said, "There's not a street that you yeah. haven't that you've gone on that I haven't already been down, honey." She's just like been exactly. there, done that. And I do, can't be turned up queens and it for brings one up entire like, life. Uh, a, br- a bigger conversation on how today's youth has fun versus back in the day social media so i do say it myself because when i'm out and i see somebody with the phone up like all right here and there i do do it because i'm like oh my god this song my friend that's not here loves the song but i have seen people straight up up on their phone video all night video all night and i'm just like be in the moment right have fun and then also i personally feel as if people in those days were able to turn up even more yeah because there was no oh my god i'm gonna see this on the internet tomorrow so you could literally let go let loose and really be free in that moment without any consequences oh my god what blog is this gonna be on in the morning you can just sort of live life like am i gonna get accidentally viral no, right. Yeah. And it's true because how many times do we have like a work party situation and people like, boom, with the cameras on? I'm like, yo. Yeah, chill. <laughs> Hello. But I guess to each their own, everyone has their own version of fun. And back to the glamping, though. Like you said, we are zip lining. Have you ever, go- have you ever done it? I have. And so it's so interesting I. because, yeah, I've, I went zip lining. I went years upside down. Ago. 
Did you? Upside down in Mexico. Hello. You're so ambitious. I want to do it again soon because Taj recently told me that he wants to go ziplining. So when I saw this on the episode, Can I'm like, Can kids go? Little children? I don't know. I feel like he, has some, like he <laughs> has like, to I'm grow just up. throw you from one he has to, to the grow other. Up. He has to grow up a little bit. <laughs> but I do feel like that there is like a kid version of like, you know, like a small ziplining. little zipline thing. Because I actually saw one at this apple orchard that I was at last year. Aww. We didn't do it. But anyway, we're going to do that soon. Okay, great. Well, clearly Regine is not here for it because she is just like super scared. And I love that Monica's like, well, you should have been scared of half the men you dated, which is right. the clapback you get for calling Monica, as you said, auntie. All right. right. And which is also <laughs> true. Yeah. <right? laughs> but listen, all right. Our girl Regine, she's like, yo, I'm done with rappers. No offense, dad. No offense, Tip. But Yeah, that no. was so funny because at first she was like, sorry, Uncle Tip. And then she was like, Oh, wait. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. I'm like, yes, sis. <laughs> but she's like, listen, maybe I'll get a lawyer or an accountant because somebody with a regular life, you live and you learn, all right? And yes, you do. After all that, it's time to put that personal chef to use y'all with a family dinner. Oh, my gosh. And I was hungry when I was watching. Y'all, me too. Then I like, started eating this? cookies, which is like not what I needed. Because we didn't Whatever. have a personal chef to cook right. for us. I was too exactly. lazy to cook. So I'm like, damn it. Take these cookies and dunk it in the milk. <laughs> right. Um, so at the dinner, Toya is talking about the upcoming trial surrounding mm-hmm. the murder of her brothers, Josh and Rudy. Mm-hmm. And we know that Toya is open to rekindling with her father and right. he should be there. But if he's not, there's really no reason to talk to him. And Regine's like, I feel like you're just making excuses now. All but- right. And even Monica was trying to shut that down. Like, whoa, whoa, let's not start there. Let's not yeah. start there exactly but i i get where toya is saying because if you're hearing that your dad has another child and he's taking the initiative of being a father over there where's that energy over here right so we'll see what happens because on next week's episode toya's on a video chat and gets hit with the guess who i'm with line and you're you always get pumped you're like oh girl who you with it's her dad and she's like oh hi dad and then uh, Neek Neek is about to drop some new music and wants an intimate listening party, but Tiny doesn't understand why. And then LaToya and Tommy go to counseling. So we will see how that all pans out. LeJune, we have a lot of people to call. So before we call Donna and Alex from Black Ink Crew New York, Jackie Cox from RuPaul's Drag Race, and the winner of Woo! Secret Celebrity Drag Race, the first I'm episode, so Jordan Connor. Everybody. Me too. What is our hashtag? Make sure you're using that hashtag BH100podcast and get in on these conversations and let us know because we're talking to everybody. Let us know who you want to talk to and what you want us to ask them about. Hello, please do. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. we run out of questions. Psych. (laughs) (laughs) So on to the season finale of Black Ink Crew New York. Got to give our newly engaged couple, Donna and Alex, a call. But before we do that, congrats to Walt and Jess on a beautiful wedding. Yes. Right? Even though there was a whole monsoon that rolled through it didn't stop them or their mood which I love because no, that could really did not. put somebody in for like the vows when Walt hit his vows I was straight up tearing up and I just thought am I ever going to find somebody that loves me this much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me too in fact I started cutting people off I'm like I'm done with you you, know? <laughs> you don't have the potential let's you and I not talk anymore so now here I am at quarantine with nothing uh, talking and, to a gay guy on a podcast no prospects <laughs> I've cut any prospects I've had off because of Walt's vows I'm sorry girl <laughs> it's alright they cut deep <sighs> but clearly Ooh. all of these positive vibes helped uh caesar and his sunglasses mend the fence with richard 
<laughs> He's really speaking from the heart here on how he may have overreacted to some things, but it hurt on a different level when the Duchess and Richard Kiki photo kind of came out because he's right. like, yo, you, I considered you a close friend. And then over to Richard, there's a better understanding and appreciation of where Caesar's coming from because back yeah. in the day, you know, he felt he was tough on him. But Richard is a business owner himself and admits mm-hmm. I was a terrible employee and it's just really good to be self-aware. So seems right. like they and are it's, good it's, now. It's always so amazing how you can get the perspective when you are on the other side of the fence. Boom. And I really can respect those who can acknowledge that, you yeah. know, because sometimes, you know, when you do see what it's like on the other side, you're like, well, it's just what it is. And, you know, for someone to be able to, like, stand up and be like, hey, listen, now I sort of I get it. And I just love that they were able to get on the same page yep. and see and see each other's perspective. Me, too, because you could tell that there's a brotherhood and a love there. So but I know. shout out to, again, Walt and Jess bringing the people together with their love, everyone. I know. Just like they did with Donna and Alex. OK, segue. Who we're gonna call? Let's call Donna and Alex and get this going. Yes, it's those lovebirds on the line. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> ring, 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 Come through engagement. Hey, How we doing? Right, right. Y'all are mad funny. Right. Hey, you guys. Hi. How's the ring holding up? What are we doing? Right, right. No, the ring is holding up good. Okay. Still shining. Right. No, that's I'm so a, proud of him. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And Alex, I'm so impressed that you went out there and picked out the ring. Right. All by yourself. Like, did you get any tips? How did you know how to approach this by yourself? Mm. Well, um, I've been in the jewelry for a little minute now. So I knew what I was looking for. So when I went, mm. I had the, the lady help me. And, um, you know, she just brought me out a, a few options and everything. And I told her exactly what I was looking for. And that's what she got me. Oh, Boom. that's what we like. A man that knows Straight to the just point. what he wants for his lady. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, she... Let's be clear. Like, I told him. Oh, thank okay. you. Not thank you. Thank that was my next thing. I was like, Donna. Truth, but I remembered it. That's, <laughs> and that's key. You know, us as ladies, we got to drop those breadcrumbs along the way. And it's up to you to pick those up, babe. What? Donna, yeah, that's what really matters. Those breadcrumbs, okay? She was like, hello, I want to get married. Hello, I want to get Fake marriage from last season. <laughs> I'm like, damn, girl. <laughs> A right, drawing of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember getting an eerie text from Alex because he literally just said Emmanuel and that's it. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what happened? So I got nervous. I was like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, emoji. Well, I proposed. I'm like, yes. So I gave him like a pretty gay response. So thank you for rolling with that. And then nah, <laughs> what was the response? I was like, oh my God, are you serious? This is great. And I even sound like a voice. I'm like, yes. And he's probably like, sir. <laughs> Let's bring it down a couple decibels. Like, stop using your diaphragm so much. So, <laughs> nah, you know I'll fuck with you. Man. Yeah. So, but watching the whole proposal though, I did uh, tear up because I do have a personal mm-hmm. tie with y'all. And Donna, obviously, you started crying too, as you should. But you literally had no idea he was about to bust out the question in Hawaii, right? No. So, like, I had no idea. First of all, nobody knows how to keep secrets. Yeah. So I'm just. You know, definitely knowing, like, okay, if something was going on, somebody would have told me by now. I was right, nervous. Right, right, right. And then, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We went through the whole fucking night of 
uh, Walton just sweating, like, and it was raining. Like, we had to improvise with that. And mm-hmm. then we finally were successful with that whole venture. And then it was time to get, like, drunk and lit. Yeah. So by the time Alex asked me to, like, <laughs> step <laughs> over, I was, like, drunk <laughs> as fuck. Surprise as <laughs> fuck, like emotional. It was late. It took her about five minutes to actually say yes. Which... Through all through all that crying. She was just crying <laughs> and jumping around. And I'm just like, babe, you gotta answer. You gotta answer. Yeah, he's like, don't right. really hang he's, it. He's like, I need an official answer now, but I For died. Donna, you killed me when you had to put your glasses on. <laughs> and when you asked Alex if he was sure about, Are you sure this, about this, girl, you gotta say yes and, and ask him later. <laughs> Like, what made no, you no, ask I need to that? know, like, hold on. Because <laughs> the way I was feeling, I was like, is this some, I don't know. I just had to make sure. I had to see properly. Everything had, oh, had to be Because was... I'm really blind for real. <laughs> I, I mean, we're all there. But I literally. That was so epic. Not to, not to you know, be shady, but I thought you asked that question because it was uh, about Tati. I was like, oh, Ooh. my God, is she asking this because of the whole thing? Because after, uh-uh. y'all, y'all have your moment. It's beautiful. Tati's like, oh, my God, congratulations. And then she's like, oh, Alex, well, you know, like, of course, when Donna's coming, she's still going to be thinking of me. And then Miss Donna, you're like, give her a kiss right on the lips. So let's get into this whole thing. Tati is so funny. Let's get a little messy together. Yeah, Yeah, Tati's hysterical. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah, but that's because Tati probably thinks about us when she comes. Right. Right. And there you go. (laughs) Right. She was like, I was this close. Full circle. (laughs) (laughs) She's hilarious. Like, no, you know, I love Tati. Like, we're planning right now through this whole fucking corona bullshit Mm -hmm. to link up with her like as soon as we can because it's still Mm. nothing but love oh yeah no of course she knows she's not gonna be my man or nothing yeah we still good friends she's still still on that tati timeout so alex yeah i still bite that butt yeah (laughs) (laughs) whoa 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 so but yeah for alex so watching the season and seeing how donna donna and tati you know interact uh, right. What were we thinking? Because Donna would like kind of give a little fluff story with you, like, "Oh yeah, she's fine, she's good." But then when Donna was with Tati, she's biting that butt. So right. what, were, what were you thinking? <laughs> no, no. In all reality, watching it, I was dying. Like yeah. it was very funny <laughs> just to see how you feel me. How when we was together, she said one thing, and then with Tati, she was just a whole different demon. (laughs) She was a whole different (laughs) demon. She was grabbing cheeks, rubbing cheeks, throwing cheeks. I was just like, Lord Jesus. Yo, I felt the vibe too. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I I felt the vibe. I was just like, like, what's happening? I was over there getting hot watching a couple scenes of them. That's what I'm saying. Like the lip biting. I'm like, what? God making me blush, stop (laughs) y'all. No, but like, I feel like, I feel like they, I don't know. Everybody but, wants to dramatize things. And I mean, it, it could be a big deal, but it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, no. Nah. Right. It just it just was what it was. But Donna, any regrets on how anything went down? Girl, no. Everything led me <laughs> to the proposal. So Right. She's like, I played them right. cards right. you got the ring, girl. <laughs> right. Maybe Alex needed to get a little nervous. Ooh, Ooh make them sweat. Put a fire make under that them ass. Sweat. <laughs> right, sure. exactly. Yeah. And Shift then it didn't the hurt after co- comments at the tattoo convention and folks trying to get you tattooed on them. You really Hello. was making been making Alex sweat recently. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me go ahead and get this ring. You know? <laughs> Wait, and let Alex tell y'all something though. He gonna t- tell him. Tell him. Tell, tell us, Alex. What? <laughs> he said he want a box. Oh yeah, the, the the boy from the convention. He said he no. DM me. 
And he said he wanted the box or whatever. What? I told him what? He can't Wait, have with, it. He's too young, man. With gloves or without gloves? That's I, I don't even know, honestly. <laughs> I don't even know. Wow. I just know. Massive. We can sponsor this on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that was too much. <laughs> For real. Oh damn. Okay. So we do got That is crazy. I can't believe he slid in your DMs. That with is that. pretty crazy. For right. real. That's all right. Whatever. Y'all man. are engaged now. And I'm sorry, again, I'm just gonna get messy for a hot second. Tati <laughs> claims, right, that Walt slid into her DM saying he heard uh-huh. that she uh-huh. has a phenomenal poos poos. So don't oh, um you wanna confirm or deny that for us? Cause the inquiring minds need to know. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, sir. No disrespect to Alex, of course. No, no, no. Uh, listen, none taken. <laughs> no, I just feel like you can look. I don't know. Tati's like you know one of those people that waxes and coconut oils and Ooh, you know so what I'm saying? Smooth. Like okay, that's stuff. good. Yeah, she. I, you know, <laughs> she's like, and there's the answer. <laughs> yeah, she could dance a little bit when she wants to. And she thought he was crazy. So, like, all crazy girls got good pussy. So. Right, 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 right. And speaking of kitties, now, Miss Kitty. Oh, <laughs> y'all are amazing. amazing. Yo, that was a segue, right? Yeah. Come through. That was so good. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I'm having fun. Now I'm not. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of that cat, what about Miss Kitty? Are y'all, do y'all ever think you're going to get it together? Um. So it's funny because, like, you know, iPhone stores fucking thousands of pictures. So I'll mm. be like scrolling through my camera roll and see pictures from like, you know, two, three years ago with Kitty. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even realize we was friends that long. Right. Um, so, you know, like, I don't, I'm not the type of person to hold grudges, but I'm also not the type of person, like, she's trying to make, make me out to be somebody that I'm not instead mm. of just accepting her responsibility. So I just need her to come around and just be real. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation then, with Kitty and I told her, I said, listen, this is from an outsider being a male out of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. From an outsider, like you really not owning the nonsense that you did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that's why everybody is in but the position. But how are you that an outsider? No, 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 I'm saying because that, that's a that's a well, female situation. No, they make it so they make it so misogynist. Like no, everybody was misogynist. there for the situation. It but she become, only attacked but she's only attacking the females. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, it she has wasn't attacking a situation between the females because that's what everybody makes. Look it, look what we gone and started. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because everybody was there. I hate that Walt even Walt's like, oh, that's between y'all. Da, da, da. But when Scott was saying mm, what she was saying, this is interesting. It is yeah, like no, it was just Look, Rashid is calling me. Our EP is calling me right now. Uh, they are? Yes, but, um, <laughs> they know that I have you right now, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Alex just, I just get offended when the boys try to make it seem like it's a girl thing. That's very interesting. And there you go. So right. there was a rehearsal dinner that happened and she, Kitty did start crying because she's like, you know, 113th used to be my family and I feel like my there's a betrayal that has happened. Did you expect her to cry at the rehearsal dinner? I'll be honest. I must have zoned out or something because <laughs> I missed her crying at the table. Like That's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, Tati, Tati started crying too. So it yeah, seemed like there was there like a... There she you could, t- you could tell that they were both hurt. And I just got to say, though, shout out to Jess, because thank God she mm-hmm. wasn't a bridezilla, because if I was a bride, mm-hmm. I'm about right. to be. I don't know. We'll see. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, like, get together. So No, but, yeah, shout out to Jess. She's a real one. Definitely. She so mm-hmm. is. We talked to her last week, and she's like, yeah, no, I was good. Walt, yeah, she was Walt like, I'm was in a Hawaii. Groomzilla. 
Right. <laughs> right, because if anything, it's like, okay, we might have to postpone our wedding today, which means an extra day in Hawaii. Like, no, I don't think they was that. really tripping. <laughs> yeah. Right. They know what it is. So at this point, is it safe to say Kitty may not be invited to your wedding? Question mark. <laughs> if Kitty can be the Kitty that I know, Kitty, I don't even know. She don't. Even, you know, let me scratch that mm. because mm. I said that um, since Kitty moved to Chicago, she seems like a whole new Kitty, and maybe like the Kitty that she is. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's her mm. for her. Maybe she was being somebody else in New York. And she's just mm-hmm. happy to be able to be herself, and that's cool. But I'm gonna have to get, I'm gonna have to get to know this new kitty, um, and she'll yeah. have to like come to me um, humbly, and we can have a conversation because I don't know if y'all remember, but I sat in a cafe and waited for Kitty for three hours, and she came in and said like thirty seconds worth of shit, and I was mm. like, I was so mad at that. So it's just like, yeah. I, I get Kitty so many, even at the convention, she sit, she ignored us. And then now you want to cry in Hawaii. We saw so, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, just I feel like it. it's an opportune time. Like, girl, we in Hawaii. Yeah. Everybody's feeling all lovey-dovey. You're not about to take advantage of me, girl. <laughs> yeah. You can catch so, me slipping. Right. So there's still some work to do there with that relationship. But what is your ideal wedding? And how's the planning going? Have you started? Like, what's it? What's it? What, what's going on? Honestly, my ideal wedding is on a black sand beach somewhere very, very beautiful. Oh. Okay. His voice just got all sultry, right? It, it did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very swooned right now. As I talk about it, but it's it's gonna be yeah, very no beautiful. shoes. Yeah, wow. no shoes, and it's gonna be. It's not gonna be like small, but it's not gonna be big. So okay, you know, it's gonna be very exclusive. Don't worry, oh, we'll invite you. Very exclusive. We got you. Oh, yes! I was like, okay. I was about to come at that. I was like, yeah, you're the invite. Exactly. Dancing into it. Yeah, exactly. Yo, what's up? I was like, sit down, sir. This ain't about you. All right, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, it's black sand everywhere. <laughs> I know. They're like, no, no, no. But yeah, thank you both so, so much. Honestly, congratulations. We just love to see the love that you have on I know. the screen. Thank you. We oh, appreciate you guys. Yeah. Oh, my God, no, of course, of course. So thanks for being you. Please stay safe. Definitely. Couple goals. We're going right, to keep them hands Quarantine goals. No, actually, like. Listen, uh, Alex wasn't about to make it to this interview. I've been about to kill him in this quarantine. Mm. So, um, <laughs> and there's that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see if he survives the quarantine. Good. Well, fingers crossed because the wedding sounds like fun, okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah, He needed, he better survive. I'm trying to get to that black sand beach. Trust me, we're going to make it, people. We're going to make it. Yes. All right. Thanks for being you. Uh, Take care. Talk talk to you soon. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Stay sanitized. Yes. Always. Wasn't that so cute? They are quarantine goals for real, for real. The chemistry is just like for always there. I'm in a group chat with them, so it's so much fun to like just text like, hey. So thank y'all so much for answering the call. I know, I know, I know. I'm so excited for them. Me too. I can't wait for the wedding. So uh, (laughs) I see that. Once again, she invites herself yet again. (laughs) That's all right. That's what the June's here for. So with Black and Crew New York coming to a close, that means Chicago is on its way, but we don't have a date just yet. Be patient. Yeah, stay tuned, folks. Mm. So on to RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. We had a drag queen presidential debate, Choices 2020, where Jada Essence Hall won the challenge. Congrats, Miss Thing. 
And I like this. This was a good one because as much fun as we have on the show, like getting into cat drag and pretending to be a cat and mm-hmm. getting a little sexy, we do have a serious side to it as well, especially when it comes to politics. So I know. Our queens are not just here for entertainment, all right? We have and a voice so, and something to say. I, I know. It was so amazing and it was beautiful. And what was so ironic to me was that two of the biggest political statements ended up in the bottom two. And I was like, yeah. oh, how do we... What how did we do this? How did oh, we get here? Oh, God. It was such a... I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yes, as Lejean said, sadly, the debate challenge puts Widow Von Du and Jackie Cox in the bottom two with Widow sashaying away. Mm-hmm. Just talk, talked to her last week. And I remember we were like, oh, my God, Heidi's at the top and we just talked to her. So maybe we're good luck. Well, there's that. So, right. The good luck there's theory that. is gone. I'm sorry about that. But Jackie, though, this was an emotional episode for her. Mm-hmm. I say we check in on our queen. We must. And get this conversation going. Shall we? Let's. We shall. Hi. Hello. <gasps> ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, Hey. What's up? Hey, Jackie. How are <laughs> we doing? Salam. How are we? Salam. I'm good. I'm chilling at home. Uh, yeah, we we all are. How's this quarantine going for you? Right. Uh, it's given me uh, many excuses to um, move things from one corner of my apartment to a different <laughs> corner of my apartment. <laughs> That's what we're all, we're doing: decluttering and we're cleaning Shifting. and we're getting it going. <laughs> exactly. So, so, quick question for you now: uh, mm-hmm. We saw that that Vanjie was kind of macking it to you a little bit in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Has Vanjie slid into the DMs at all since? Not only did Vanjie slide into the DMs, uh, Vanjie and I also got to hang out in Vegas when I got Ooh. to see uh, her really mop the floor during the Vegas um, RuPaul's Drag Race live show. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. So talented. Yes, I know. And you definitely played it cool because you were just like, okay, skirt, mm-hmm. skirt, got a man, boom. Right. <laughs> I Indeed. Like and are you and your boo still together? What did he think when he saw the little flirtation? Oh, we're we're definitely still together, and he was he was into it. Vandy's amazing. Why? Right? Yeah, exactly. Not? <laughs> right. What did your brute think about the Persian glamour puss? Um, he was like, I don't think he even knew that I knew who Eartha Kit was. I just really pulled that out of nowhere. You did. I was just, um, I just thought of it like literally like maybe five minutes before <laughs> I went out there. I was like, oh yeah, Eartha Kit is kind of like a cat and she played Catwoman, so I'm gonna be like that. <laughs> You're like, dun, dun, dun. So watching back Choices 2020, are you happy with the choices that you made in the debate challenge? I think my initial choice, I'm definitely standing behind. And I think what Rachel Bloom said as the guest judge hit the nail on the head, which is that I just needed to take it like even further and be more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's probably what needed to happen. Okay. All right. <laughs> But what about Heidi and Widow's choice words about your beard? Mm. Because I, honey, I saw no o'clock shadow on you, miss. That's what I'm saying. And I, it was getting shady. And you saw the cameras. It was like, boom, like, what were we talking about? I was like, because I feel right. you, because I have like a Mediterranean, you know, fo- hair follicles too. And I always had to talk to Easy about that. I'm like, honey, there was no beard. What was happening? 
Look, I look. They they just couldn't think of something better to say, so I guess right. that's what they went with. There you exactly. go. And that was a critique that you got a while ago, and clearly you fixed it. So we're we're good and on the right track. All right. We're good. It's it's still it's a, it's an ongoing uphill battle. It, it happens yeah. every day, but we get out the razor, we get out the color corrector. <laughs> well, sadly, you ended up in the bottom two with Widow, mm. and you've mentioned you know during Untucked that you guys don't really have a connection. You know, you don't really have a connection with Widow, but you know. Have, were you guys able to bond over being in the bottom two together? What is your relationship like today? Definitely sharing that experience on that stage with Widow. I'm so proud of what we both did up there in that lip sync. I think she was incredible in that lip sync. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing, too, is it's been actually great to know, get to know all of the girls outside of the glare of the cameras and the confines of the show. And Widow and I are very cool with each other. I, I think we have so much respect for each other. And now we also understand how each other works not in the context of being stuck on a tv show together so i have i have nothing but love and respect for widow good yeah no love to hear that because obviously when snatch game went down there was like some tension there was a little tension but it's all good now everybody's happy (laughs) so when you hear the words the time has come for you to lip sync for your life good luck and finish it don't f it up. Yeah. Oh, you don't. can say fuck. Go ahead. No, if you don't like I can to cur- say fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we can curse on here. That's why we do it. It's fun. <laughs> so uh, it's therapeutic. Show more. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is going through your head? Because like I can't like the again the dramatic lighting and you're all right. oh my god this is it. I definitely had a strong feeling I was going to be lip syncing, as did Widow. So mm. I think we were both feeling very like stoic is probably mm. the word I would use. Like like let's do this. Right. I felt like I had this chance to show Rue and America what I can do in a lip sync. So I was just kind of like raring to go is kind of how I felt, mm. and I I wanted to uh, you know show kind of all, all different sides of me in this lip sync that I could be funny that I could make talk about the the emotions I was feeling through the lip sync. So I think that that was all the stuff I had like in my mind, like I'm going to go out there and literally explode like a firework. Yeah. I mean, you did. It was very emotional too, because like Jeff was crying. He busted out a whole tissue and the plastic bag, where'd the plastic bag come from? Like I said, when, when we were walking back from untucked to the main stage, you know, it's that long walk you see us in the yeah. black and white when we walk to yes. untucked. Yeah. You're walking back there and I'm like looking, looking, looking. Where is there a plastic bag? Where is our plastic bag? I think it was the mic table where they have all the microphones. And I normally put the plastic bags to keep them from getting moisturized. Yeah, moisture, yeah, yeah. Moisture on them. I grabbed the largest Ziploc bag I could find and stuffed it under my um, my uh, my outfit and was like, I'm, I'm, I am I found at least one prop. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I literally grabbed it off a table. I didn't ask oh anyone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> literally, I think like one of the talent people were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I need a plastic bag. And I just like grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. gotta improvise Hello. and make it work. Quick on but your did, feet. <laughs> did you have a feeling that you would hear Shantae, you stay? Um, I honestly, knowing how amazing of a lip sync artist that Widow is, I'm I'm surprised that we both didn't stay in that moment because I knew based on what I had seen in the first episode and what I saw the week before when she lip synced to This Is My Night that she was incredible. So I knew, you know, that I knew what I was going to bring and I knew mm-hmm. what she was going to bring. So I wasn't, I was ready to hear anything. And I'm, um, but yeah, it could have been both of us. I mean, it was, she was so incredible. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I was I was definitely 
I guess in that moment, I was I was I was trying to prepare myself mentally for both possibilities. You never right, know. Right, exactly. right, right, right. And we've talked to a couple of our queens, and we always ask them, like, you know, when you're in that moment and in the zone, lip syncing, are you focusing over there? You're just like, no, I got this plastic bag that I might get yelled at about, but that's all right. Boom, plastic bag is out. So you weren't you were doing your thing, right? <laughs> I was doing my thing, and I was like, you know, I was trying to be aware of where Widow's space was because I don't like mm-hmm. when, like just like stay try to get in front of everyone the whole time. So I was like, right. I want her to have her space to perform and me to have my space to perform because in like I want the judges to see both of us and choose right. how we each do, not because I'm blocking her or something. So, so considerate. I was just aware of her, but then focus in on my own thing. Like when the plastic bag, I kicked it towards Widow at first and I was like, Oh, oh shit. Annoying. Yeah. And then I kicked mm. it away from her so that I could move out of her space because oh that was so sweet that is sweet of you because i was like where's jackie going <laughs> I was like it ain't done it just, just started I was trying to get it out of widow's space because i i love sharing the stage with people and i yes uh, even in that moment even though widow and i were battling like i love feeling the energy of people on stage mm. um it's it's why like i he'll ask me like what's my favorite challenge my favorite challenge so far was the improv challenge where i got to mm. work with Gigi and heidi because i love working with people yeah. so even though Widow and I couldn't work together in this lip sync battle. I was at least trying to be like aware of her energy and her presence and like use that myself to like motivate me, you know, because I know she was killing it. So I was like, I'm going to kill it too. Boom. I just loved your paper thin. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Paper thin. (laughs) So uh, we want to play a quick game with you called Ruhu Ru What? Mm. Where we will quiz you on the who, what, where, and why from this current season that's happening. It's okay. all right. Um, so, are you ready for it? Let's play. Ruhu, ru, what? <laughs> so, Let's first question for Madonna, the unauthorized musical. Widow mm-hmm. was unable to do choreography on the floor because of a knee injury. Ru, where did she have a scab? She had a scab on her knee from doing the lip sync for "I'm That Bitch." Hey, oh, mm-hmm. do you know bonus points? You know which knee? It was her right knee. Yeah. Yes. Ding, 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 okay. Ding. You better put and me question- in my place. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trick question. Question number two. This queen was the third one to get eliminated. Ru, who was it? It, um, Ru, who? It was Nikki Doll. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Bing, bing, Damn, bing, okay, bing, you better turn this out. <laughs> I'm ready. Question number three. Ru, what does the word Apollo lie mean? Uh, Rue what? Apollo lie is theoretically an apology is a lie. And I will use that caveat theoretically, my friend. (laughs) And there you go. Final question. Upon her elimination, Aiden screamed when she sashayed away. Rue, why? She was tired of being the quiet one, so she said, I'm going to be loud before I leave, right? Something like that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. She's tired. She is good. not the quiet bitch. <laughs> not She's the like, quiet uh-uh. one. Are you doing good? That was Ruhu what? You killed it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so thanks for playing. Uh, anything else to get off your chest? How are we doing? We're right. Good. What else is going on in your life? Um, What else is going on in my life? I, I'm, I'm just... Been, I, I will say she shout out to everyone who's trying to engage with us right now because yes, I wish I wasn't stuck in these four walls and I know you guys do too. So I, I love know. that we have podcasts and however you guys are reaching out through social media, like keep doing it. 
I'm trying to stay on top of it. And like, we can at least try to connect with each other however we can right now. That's so, right. Exactly. So I, I, I love you guys for, for, for making, for making the, these, these chances for us to, to talk and connect to people. Oh, and we're so glad to have you. It's such a, Pleasure talking to you today. Yes, yes, Thanks, yes. Guys. Uh, so we see on next week's episode, you're making over some Drag Race super fans, which is always fun. And then guest judge Daisy Ridley is coming in. So we look forward to seeing how that goes down. I mean, Daisy Ridley, and it's such perfect timing because uh, it's almost May 4th. May the 4th be, be with, with you. you. Yes. <laughs> I'm into that. So thank you so much for answering our call. And uh, we will chat with you soon. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank Thanks you. for being you. Bye. 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 All right, so that was Miss Jackie Cox. I love finding out how they get their props and where they're storing them. I know, that was so fun. But I also really loved hearing how considerate about sharing the space on the stage. Uh, hello? Yeah, because you don't hear that that often. So no, thank you, really you don't. Jackie. Right, thank you, Jackie. <laughs> so then we had the premiere of RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race, which is a oh. four-part special event where some of our favorite celebrities are making a total drag transformation to win mm-hmm. some cash money for a charity of their choice. That's right. The celebrity were Nico Tortorella from TV Lands Younger, Jordan Connor from Riverdale, and stand-up comedian Jermaine Fowler, who was on Hip Hop Squares. Mm, hey, Jermaine. Yes. And our drag mentors, because, you know, our celebs are, you know, they they need some guidance, okay? They aren't That's drag right. experts. That's so right. we had season eight winner, Bob the Drag Queen, All-Stars three winner, Trixie Mattel, and All-Stars four winner, Monet Exchange. And it was really cool to see how open and comfortable the guys were to do this because they were so down for everything, good sports. And it just goes to show you that it's all in fun and you're not I less know. of a man, right? And uh, Jordan even said it after he won. Everyone needs to Everyone. do drag once in their life. So should we give our first winner a call? We should. A hundred percent. Let's up our boy Jordan. Here we come. Okay. Hello. Ring, <gasps> ring, ring, bitch. <laughs> All right, Jordan. How we doing? Hey. How, how, how's our winner doing? You doing good? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing Champ great, is actually. here. <laughs> oh, oh <geez. laughs> so where do we have that scepter? Oh, it's uh, it's downstairs in my living room right now on display. Okay. <laughs> nice. And we you know you yeah. play like a lot of football. So is it right next to the football trophies too? Uh, no, no. Those those trophies are back in my my parents' house. But, okay. Uh, no, the, well, right, the scepter fun. is more. The scepter is more important. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> How did it feel for you walking into that workroom for the very first time? What it was, was crazy. I mean, well, I had so I hadn't really watched much of Drag Race before um, coming on to to Secret Celebrity Drag Race, but I had watched a couple seasons in preparation to kind of figure out what what it was all about. And uh, seeing the workroom on TV versus seeing it in person, it's it's not very, it's like the same. Like the, the colors are so vibrant. The colors are so intense. Um, everything is just so in your face. It's, it's It was pretty amazing. And then to see to see Rue come on the TV and we all turn around for that, that was pretty cool too. Mm. Yeah, the whole experience. Mm-hmm. So once you saw that Nico and Jermaine were your competition, what were you thinking? I was uh, I was a little intimidated for sure because Jermaine be was <laughs> definitely hilarious uh, in person. I mean, the guy is so funny and so so kind. Mm. Yeah, and uh, to know that Nico knows so much about um, drag as it is, like being a judge previously and all that kind of stuff was was very intimidating. But they were both so kind and lovely and 
we just hit it off and it was it was really fun we all just had a great time yeah and then nico even said oh my god you're gonna be such a beautiful woman look at this face look at this face <laughs> right and i was like, oh yeah. damn way to point that out thank you but you clearly came to play because the mini challenge win was yours you were taking names left and right and it gave you like a a, a quick uh crash course on drag and considering you never worn heels you busted out like that whole lip sync you got some voguing going on to ruse jealous of my boogie where did you learn how, how to vogue right uh, so my fiance was like, she, she, she was kind of coaching me before I came onto the show. What? She was like, oh, you, so you she's like, you, she was like, you got a Vogue. And I was like, what's Vogue? And she like showed me some Vogue videos and uh, a couple of my, actually a friend of mine um, who I worked on the show called Looking for Alaska with, his name's uh, Charlie Plummer. His, him and his little brother are like massive drag race fans. And oh, so dear. they were sending me videos about Voguing and, they're sending me Miss Vanjie videos. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. Jordan yeah, was doing his research. Me, yeah, yeah. So they were sending me a bunch of stuff. And so I just had to bust that out for the first okay, mini challenge. Okay, homework. You, you did the thing. I was like, you oh, shit. the right lady. I was like, was that a fucking boo? Yeah. like, okay. <laughs> you mentioned that wearing you were wearing heels for the first time. It, and you said it was like wearing cleats for the first time. But your toenails fall off <laughs> like, yeah so <laughs> is that real yeah like i like it's the same with like snowboarding and stuff when you like get new boots or new cleats like it to break them in it's like so hard on your toes and they just get mm. all bruised and fall out it's pretty nasty mm. but Wait. heels was i feel like heels was like way more intense because like they're just your feet are all cramped up and you're standing on your toes tiptoes all day mm. it's crazy it's a whole new respect <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, goodness. definitely, definitely. Lose a toenail. And then, uh, since you won the mini challenge, you got to pair your competitors with our drag mentors. What made you pick Trixie? Yeah, so I think when coming into the show, I was like, I was like, if if Bob the drag queen is one of the mentors, I'm gonna go with Bob. Oh, but but when they came onto the show and we got like a little chance to meet them and. And I don't know, something about Trixie was just so awesome. Like, I just love Trixie's vibe. Okay. And so I chose her. And I, I was like, I was thinking during during the show, I was when we were filming, I was thinking, I was like, oh, no, should I pick Should I pick Bob? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell Trixie. Don't tell Trixie. <laughs> uh, should I pick Bob? But no, I, I felt like I felt like it was such a right fit, uh, me and her. And then and then I know Nico wanted Monet and uh I thought I thought Jermaine and Bob would be such a such a good look at such you. a good pairing. So oh, I think yay. I think it worked out really well. Yeah, it I mean clearly it worked. That out was in so my good. Favor, anyway. And I love that you know it was a competition. You know, and you weren't like, oh, I'm gonna give Nico who he didn't want. I just I love that whole thought process. And also, you know, you and Trixie definitely had a connection. So I'd say you made the right connection. Mm-hmm. How yeah, was it? Me too. How was it watching back her interviews and how moved she was by, you know, how genuine you were throughout this whole process and, and unapologetic, unafraid? How that make you feel? You know, that's that that was really surprising to me because because I mean, she never said really said that kind of stuff to me in person. <sighs> but mm. then to hear. But then after like after this show, she'd be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, Trixie texts me all the time being like, that was amazing. You did so good. But then to see in the interviews talk about how how she never really had any straight friends and how it was kind of how yeah. that's kind of nerve-wracking for her 
but to see me kind of do this was kind of inspiring for her. That really touched me. I feel like right. that was really that was really amazing. Yeah. That really touched me too. I got emotional. That was another point in the ep where I got emotional. <laughs> there was right, a, lot of, a right, lot of emotions yeah. came into play this episode. <laughs> so many, so many. <laughs> so the maxi challenge was the iconic snatch game, which comes with a lot of pressure, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you know now. You, oh, huge! <laughs> you chose to play Chrissy Teigen. What made you pick Chrissy? So I I had no idea who I was going to do for Snatch Game when um, I found out. And so I was like messaging my friends and like my fiance, and my, my brother and sister. And I was like, who do I play? I was like thinking maybe Kim Kardashian would be funny. Yeah. Um, but literally every person that I asked who I should play, they all said Christy Teigen. Like that was the first thing that oh. came to their heads. Okay. And so I was like, I, got, I guess I got to do this. And I, I really did not know very much at all about Christy Teigen. So again, I had to do like a ton of research on the fly about who Chrissy Teigen was and uh, and all like call her crazy tweets, the Oscars face right. yes. thing, all, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> right, um, right, yeah, right. yeah, you hit all those yeah. moments. I guess it, well, was it hard yeah. to not break character like in the midst of all that to just be uh, Chrissy? So they, well, they didn't show it on camera, but anytime Jermaine said anything as Kavina Hart, I was <laughs> losing it. I was losing it sitting right beside him. I like, was like, all right, I could, all right. Yeah. I tried it. I tried it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did. Sorry, I, did. I messed up. <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. Like, it was so amazing. Um, and then, yeah, Nico doing Lucia Ball was just crazy. Was oh, my gosh. I loved it because I'm a huge Lucy fan. So I was like, why don't we have yeah, they went all the it. way. I love it. But you uh, guys all yeah. killed it. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I yeah, I just I thought if I was gonna come up come out of the gate with a good joke for the uh, for the judges, uh, yeah. then it would be kind of smooth sailing. Yeah, kind of kind of what Ross said. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was fun. I just yeah, had you fun. came in strong. It was so good. You sure did. <laughs> and then Baby Kings Larue hits mm-hmm. the wrong way with the wings, <laughs> and I, you you love those wings. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we saw no, those wings are great, right? Uh, we all love a good wing. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, right. your fiance and, and sister's reaction of Baby Kins was great. How did everyone else react uh, when they saw Baby Kins make her debut? Oh, I was getting. I mean, it's kind of quarantine time, so I, I wasn't really talking to too many people. Yeah. You know, uh, we were kind of planning this big kind of like screening when it came out, but oh, that yeah, never happened. Yeah. But I was just getting like blown up with text messages and phone calls. People being like. They were at first. They were just like, "What?" I had no idea. <laughs> right? They, surprise! Because because I had to keep it a secret. That's yeah. so, so fun. Like, yeah. So like, they were just so surprised and so excited, and they were. It was just like a lot of love from people, like uh, friends and family, were just like, "Oh my god, you're beautiful. You were so hilarious. Oh. You were so you, like your lip sync was so amazing." Um, yeah. So it was really touching to hear that because uh, I was super nervous for what everyone was going to think, but it was it was unreal. It was dope. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, the lady in me over here, I have my my second purse. Sometimes when I don't have any, something in my pocket or in my bag, it <laughs> might be in my bra. But you, honey, during the lip sync to Express Yourself from Madonna, <laughs> bust that long stem rose from I don't know where. Oh. That's what I want to know. That's my question. Where was that we rose? Love, we love a good prop. Uh. That's a secret she's never going to tell. She'll never know. Oh, a lady never tells. <laughs> and then a lady never tells. No, it was um, it was really funny because, I mean, they had us in, like, these tights and the pads and this corset thing. Yeah. And so, um, and I was, like, doing, I was, like, last minute, right before we were going to go on and do the lip sync battle, um, I was, like, running through the song in my head. I had the headphones on. 
And so I just went good. and went to, I just went to one of the, like one of the assistants. I was like, Hey, can I get, can I just get a, a like a fake rose? <laughs> and they're probably and like, I just, right now. I just, I, yeah. And they're like right now. And I was like, yeah, like I need a one right now. And, uh, <laughs> and they were like, okay, okay. They scrambled. They found this like this long so stem good. rose. They found this long stem rose. And I just like shoved it up the back of my dress. <laughs> and, and I was, and then, and I was like this, I was like, it was like, it was kind of like this last moment, the drag, the drag goddesses came down and gave me this idea right. to like pull this to, to pull this rose out of my dress. And yeah. it was uh, it was it, it pulled it. it it, uh, it, it sure good. did. I mean, you ended up winning the whole thing in a sum of thirty thousand right. dollars to be donated to Cystic Fibrosis Canada, and you could tell this yeah. meant a lot to you and especially your fiance. The tears, the emotion. So congratulations on that. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect. Uh, I didn't really expect to tear up and and get as emotional as I did. It was just kind of like to hear that I was going to help see if Canada get funding to, to to help find a cure for such a terrible disease. It was really just so touching to me and moving to me. And I was I, I was proud of myself. And yeah. yeah, I was just really I was really excited. I was, um, I was sorry, so excited yeah, yeah. for you. No, I just I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was really excited for you as well because you know you had that amazing cause for your fiance, but then you also spoke earlier in the episode about your brother and sister and mm-hmm. their connection with the LGBTQ community, and so it was just so amazing to see like how you use this opportunity to reach out to even get an even deeper connection with those who you love, and it was just like such a beautiful thing. Yeah. What did yeah, your brother I and mean- sister say? I mean, they were just both so proud of me. They like, I mean, the second I, I, I heard about uh, dra- celebrity drag race, they're like, "You have to do it! You have to do it!" And so <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was, I mean, on so much of a level, I was doing it for them um, because, yeah, they're they're both so so involved in the LGBTQ community, and um, both being gay, I, I I know, I I know for them it was. Not is I know for like many people it's not easy coming out as well and so yeah. um, for them to be so proud and who they are and mm-hmm. that inspired me and I was I just wanted to do that for them and show them that, uh, that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was a beautiful thing, you know, and we know that you mentioned at the end of the episode that everyone should do it once in their life, and I I felt that it was such a beautiful moment. But you know, we gotta ask: <laughs> Would you ever do drag again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen. I yeah, maybe, but like I was thinking, like my fiance was like, "Oh, maybe you're gonna go to drag con this year." Whoa! <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I don't know. Listen, I had. I had like a team. I was on the show. I had a team full of people dressing me, <laughs> ma- putting my makeup on. Trixie was teaching me everything. Like I, I, I cannot say that That's I a lot did of work. this on my own. It was, it was a lot of work. Oh man, there was like when I was getting in like the Chrissy Teigen makeup. That was taking like three hours. Yeah, yeah. like That's it was a- like this. Yeah, and I had like four people putting my dress on and like. It was, it was <laughs> I love your intense. wife. I mean, your fiance. Your fiance yeah, she's that's so like great. Drag con this year. Yeah, she's like, you're doing drag con. Baby kids is making money. Yeah, yeah. baby kids is going to get her smart. own Instagram page. This is a woman about yeah. her bag. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, any advice for our next batch of celebrities? Because we have a new episode coming up. Yeah, I mean, I just, my only advice is have fun and just, just go for it. Like, there's no. Don't hold back. Just give it your all, and then at the end, if you win or not, you're just gonna have fun, and that's what it's all about. So it, it, that's my only advice is just to, to just to let it all out. Go have a it. good time. 
yeah. but yeah no honestly thank you so so much for just like breaking the barriers and being so open to joining the show and just being comfortable with yourself and your instagram post that you just posted was like written so beautifully too so oh, thank you like you said fuck it be a freak y'all Hey, exactly, I'm gonna let exactly. my flag fly. Let, it, let the freak flag fly. Yeah. Let the freak flag fly. Um, again, thank you so, you so much. much for taking your time out to chat with us, and congratulations again. It was a really beautiful episode. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and I'm jealous of your boogie. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever boogie like that again. Listen, I, listen, I, I've never done a jump split ever in my life. Yo, wait, we forgot about I the forgot. jump split. I know, me too. But it was so funny because Rue said that. Rue was like, you know, when you dress up and drag, you'll find things that you never know were inside of you. And that's where that split came from. You hit that split hard. I'm trying to do splits right now. I'm doing stre- stretches literally during quarantine. So I'm catching up okay. to you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Have a good time. And I hope you're doing good during these times. Okay. Yeah. You too, guys. Thank All you right. so much. Yes, Bye. You. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's Thank right. you so much. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I loved him on the show and I'm so glad to see him win because like I said, he had so many different causes all wrapped up into this one moment. So I, I loved it. It was amazing. Me too, me too. I love when people Thanks answer for our calls. Right? I know. I mean, I mean, for picking up. hey So that brings us to a close of a yet another podcast. Lejeune, mm-hmm. what is today's podcast dedicated to? Oh my goodness, y'all. You know, it seems like a world away when we last talked about this show, but this moment comes from T.I. and Tiny's family and friends hustle. Ladies and gentlemen, what is when that? our girl, Regine, said that she wanted to stop that troutin'. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute. <laughs> like the horse troutin'. I said, wait a minute. We eating fish or we riding horses? <laughs> we like, don't know. Well, we all know, ho- we all know what Tiny's riding. She said it. She's like, oh, I know how to said, control that thing. And she said she knows how to control that thing. And but that's why let's she's, get back her to name the trout. is Ryder. It's trotting, right? Horse yeah, hers trotting. trotting. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. That was so good. Yeah, Tiny. She uh, she was into that. She was like, yeah, honey, that's how I got the nickname. And I said, oh. Ryder, okay. wink, wink. All right. Boom. <laughs> so that is a wrap on episode 53 of VH100. Don't forget yes. this Tuesday, we will have another episode of Wild and Out at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes. Remember, spread the word. That's right. And of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for Love and Hip Hop, VH1, RuPaul's Drag Race, Family Hustle, and Black Ink Crew. Plus, y'all, make sure you put that at in front of all that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're going to plug ours. My name is Easy Manoli. Easy M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right. And I'm at I am Lejeune. Like the month. Yes. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.